0: podcast We have an exciting show playing today. We have a, a lot of people in the room and today's topic is smoking meat and I've got one of my, my favorite meat smokers here, Mike Matthews. Mike, thanks for joining the show today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be on the Matt Sanders podcast and talk about smoking
0: meat. Very good. So I want to introduce everybody in the room here. So we have, of course, we have our lovely producer Emma. She's here all the time. Thanks mm-hmm. for being here today. No Emma. problem.
1: It's my pleasure.
0: We also have a rare appearance by sound girl Anna, who actually quit that job, and she denies it ever happened. But she's here with us today. And then Mike brought his lovely children with him. We have Grant, Lily, and Maddox. So welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Are you guys excited?
1: Absolutely. Why wouldn't I be?
0: Of course, you know, y'all you know Maddox and Grant. Uh, they had one of the most epic, uh, uh, was it standing competitions? I believe yes. of all time. Yes. Yes, you're remembering that, right? Yes, it was pretty crazy. They wore backpacks and all types of stuff. So, if you want to hear that and go back into the, the old records of the podcast are still there. You can listen to that. And of course, you know Lily from just being Lily. So thanks, Lily, you're for being here. And wasn't of course, she, wasn't she
1: pet of the week one time? She was pet yes, of the week. Yes, yes thank you for remembering. Pet of the Not Lily herself, <laughs> but <Ellie>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Lily. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to be clear, Lily was not the pet of the week. Her pet, the dog, was pet of the week. But and then, of course, Maddox was summer intern. Yes, um, I was. I haven't told you that that ended the end of summer, but but yeah. it's a summer intern, so I'm still waiting to get paid. Yeah, yeah, I am too. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get paid, we'll, we'll start passing out the money. So far, right. I'm pretty far to hold me. Take a while because um, uh, our you know listeners can't see this because it's listening, but we have a new microphone. I ordered a gold-colored microphone. It came in as rose gold, so it's kind of girly, but Emma likes it,
1: Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah.
0: So hopefully the sound's a little better with this. So anyway, let's get into our podcast. So like I said, this is the Smoking Meat Edition. Anybody knows me, I'm passionate about smoking meat. I love to build a fire and cook over it. And uh, of course, if you've had my classes, I spend probably too much time talking about it in class, probably more than I should, but it's fun. It's a fun thing to think about. And Mike and I have been on a lot of smoking adventures together, kind of started smoking at the same time. And we got a shout-out to our, our mentor, Alan Burris, kind of got, got me started and has helped Mike along the way, too. Uh, he's, uh, he's kind of like the Yoda when it comes to smoking. He's a master smoker, and we're just kind of following his footsteps. So, Mike, uh, tell our listeners why or how did you get involved with smoking?
1: Well, you're right to mention Alan Burris. He's been a big influence on, on our Both of us, I think, but definitely my uh, smoking trajectory. Um, Gosh, I can't remember how long it's been since uh, we started smoking, Matt. Oh, man. We were neighbors on Brook Street back in the day, and I know you started smoking and I hung out with you because, you know, it's it's a communal affair. It is. It's about the the sitting over the fire and, and discussing smoked meat as much as it is about actually smoking the meat. Mm-hmm. And I like to be there when it comes off, too, so I can eat some of it. So, yeah. I hung out with you when you got your start, <laughs> and then that that prompted me to, to get into it. It's It's been at least 10 or 12 years, would you say?
0: That- yeah, I'm trying to think back, because our, our kids were little. Yeah. I mean, very little. Like, so little, I remember I remember one day I was smoking. Gene wasn't around, and I still had to actually watch the kids, like, to keep wow. them from getting hurt and stuff. Sure. Like, I had to watch for their safety. And uh, I remember, uh, to keep them busy, I said, let's have a meet parade, kids. So I prepared meat inside. And they're, of course, inside, you know, probably playing knives and stuff. Who knows? You know, they <laughs> weren't really paying attention. <laughs> so I had to meet together. And then they were downstairs playing. And they come upstairs. They have instruments. And they're like a little band. A so they, they, Emma made a flag. We'll put a picture of that flag. I still have it in my smoke shack. Uh, they made a flag. And we taped it to a stick. So we walked around the backyard in Brook Street. Me holding the meat up like a proud, you know, meat carrier. Right. And the kids are, you know, banging, the, you know, the drums and tambourine, and harmonica behind me. Walked around, made a few laps, and so the kids were little because I don't think they'd do that now. Well, right.
1: I, I mean, no promises. Maybe.
0: maybe. Maybe we'll try that next time. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe everybody involved. The real like
1: thing, it. though, that I think gets all of us into smoking is just the the taste of smoked meat. Yeah. Once you've had properly smoked ribs yes or butt or whatever it yeah. is and, and you taste it for the first time you're like i want to do that
0: let's clarify butt real quick for our, our novice listeners a butt is where the pulled pork comes from it's not the butt of a pig it's, more it's a shoulder to shoulder but it's called the pork or actually the boston butt so right. just to be clear here we're a family show you know it's the boston butt is where pulled pork comes from yeah uh I was going to say something. I got sidetracked by the Boston, butt. Yeah, uh, what are okay. um, we talking about?
1: We're talking about our... That you really get hooked on it when you... Oh, the, yeah.
0: So yesterday I went to Cheddar's. I had a gift card from last Christmas for Cheddar's. And I, you know, we should use it. So we went to Cheddar's yesterday. I and I used, or actually I ordered ribs. Mm-hmm. Big mistake. Because Cheddar's is not a smoked restaurant. Right. Get the ribs. And it's obvious they've been boiled. No smoke. ring. If the, if the meat falls off the bone... They weren't prepared properly. Right. A good smoked rib is a little tough.
1: And in my mind, that doesn't mean it's terrible. No, no, no. If no. you prepare yourself yeah. for it, that this yeah. is going to be restaurant cooked ribs. Yes. They can be a good meal. Yeah. But if you're expecting smoked ribs. Yes. You know, a six hour smoke mm-hmm. with a with a good crisp crust and a mm-hmm. delicious smoke ring, it's it's different level. Yeah. And once you once you've experienced that, you want to try to recreate it. Yeah. And I told
0: Gene, I said, you know, I'm gonna order these ribs. I'm, not, I'm just going to be ready. They're not smoked. They're going to be okay, but they're not going to be what I would make at home or Mike would make at his home. So. And like I said, they're, 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 it was a good meal. It was good. Right. I got the combo. I got the ribs and shrimp, so I had some different stuff to eat too. You know. yeah, I
1: haven't smoked any shrimp. Maybe I should do Well, they weren't smoked. Thing. They're just yeah, good. Of course good.
0: not. I don't it. smoke shrimp either. Sound like we've got something to work on. Something to look into. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought up the whole taste and everything. So um, you've got one day, one thing to smoke. What are you going to smoke? Just for myself? Yeah, just just for you. Just It's all about you right now.
1: I think ribs go to the top of the list. If yep. I'm going to smoke it and eat it yep. for one day, one meal, it's hard to beat uh, pulled pork, the, the Boston butt, for an extended mm-hmm. large group or mm-hmm. have many meals out of it after yes. you're finished. Same thing yep. with the chicken. Chicken yep, is really good, good and, and can
0: last. But if I'm just doing one meal... I think ribs are where it's at. Yeah, I agree 100%. So let's let's take our listeners down the road from start to finish. Let's, let's okay. educate our listeners. So you've got a nice, you know, really nice thick rack of ribs on your plate. What's the first thing you're going to do to prepare them? First thing to prepare
1: the ribs themselves mm-hmm. is to remove the membrane yes. from the back.
0: So important. Yesterday at Cheddar's, Ugh, membrane. Don't tell them there, that. There was membrane, yeah. That's almost when I got up and left. Rookie mistake, really. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's, that's simultaneously the, the worst mm-hmm. and sometimes the best. Yes. When it comes off <laughs> in one smooth pull, that's somehow yeah. strangely satisfying. So
0: just so, so the ribs are on the plate. It's the underside, not the meaty side. Right. And basically you score it, take your knife, go right down the middle and score it. Then you get your fingernails or anything and rip it off, right? Yeah. And when it yeah. comes off, it's like, it's like a whole sheet of this membrane. It's it beautiful. Is. You just take it off and throw it in the trash. And oh. if you leave
1: it on, and, and if the listeners have ever experienced ribs with the membrane left on it's the chewy part oh, yeah. that you you can't really yeah. it it, it kind of messes with the experience it does it doesn't it's not harmful and it yeah. it doesn't i mean it, it won't hurt anything but it just it's just not right to no. leave it on there no, uh, you gotta it, pull the membrane it's like there. you
0: said the rookie mistake you just gotta get your fingers dirty you just gotta get in there and pull it out you once know?
1: you pull the membrane then you're gonna probably go with a rub yeah um
0: What's your favorite rub? Favorite rub.
1: Well, my problem, one of my many problems is um, I'm not particularly organized as, a, as just a person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I get ready to rub, I think, oh, I need a rub. And so I go to the cabinet and mm-hmm. see what I have to make with a rub. Yeah. Usually I will uh, have a good paprika base. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, uh, brown sugar yeah. also is a big part of mm-hmm. that. So, so a large part of brown, and then it's and then it's what I'm feeling at the moment. And uh, sometimes I've had really good rub, and I'm like, "Ooh, I wish I could remember what that was," <laughs> um, but I but I don't. Um, I'll always add some garlic. Yeah. Uh, usually some cumin. Yeah. Um, so to say a favorite rub, unfortunately, I don't. I don't have one. It, and everybody's going to be personal on that. If if you're looking for my advice, I'm going to say, play with different things and see what yeah. you like best, and and maybe write it down so you can remember
0: later. Have uh, done. Do you the same have a thing. favorite? I've done the same thing. I, I start you know throwing things together. If I just want something quick and easy that's good multi-purpose, I'll just put some Montreal steak seasoning on it. Yes, it's easy. It's usually in my cabinet um, if it's in a hurry. But like you like to experiment, and I've had some really good rubs. And I was like, man, I wish I knew what that was because it was delicious. But I like a spicy yeah rub. I'll usually put some crushed red pepper flakes in it. Yeah, and it's some good. cayenne
1: pepper, those kinds of things for just a little bit of spice, not too much, mm-hmm. not to make it hot, but just to give it a little bit of kick.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so to review, you got to take the membrane off. And Then you need a good rub, and basically, we gave you no information about the other and just experiment. So, you know, good luck with that. Montreal, and you can Google it. Or Montreal, yeah, just go to the store, and buy some, you know, you can buy it too. But part of our what we like to do, like we like to be natural, like it's our own thing. We don't like buying the, the canned stuff, but you can, it works mainly because
1: I'm poor. <laughs> uh, people that are selling it in stores usually have done a lot of work to have a good taste, and you yeah. can find one in the store that, that you really like, yeah, uh, but also. If you like, uh, the experimenting part, that's, yeah. that can be fun, fun part of it too.
0: No doubt. So now it's time to put it on the smoker. So I know we, we might do this a little different. How do you put yours on the rack or do you put it like on a, like a rib holder? How do you do yours when you put it on the, on the smoker?
1: Again, I've, I've done it many different ways. Mm-hmm. Currently, if I was going to do one today, I would probably use, um, the pans. Yeah. Pans. Sit it in the, in yep. the pans. Um, it just makes it easier. I, I kind of like doing it just on the grates, mm-hmm. but I haven't noticed enough of a difference yeah. in the taste when it's done. That it's so much easier ease, and yeah. cleaner.
0: And we say pans; you can buy them at Sam's Club or wherever. Are or, or half steam pans? They're Aluminum, for, great for smoking. I mean, and we get done, you throw them away. They're like a nickel a piece. But yeah, that's a good way to go. All right, so we got them in the pans. Time to smoke. So well, let me let okay, me back yeah, up yeah. just a
1: second. Let me ask you yeah. this question: When you put your rub on, do you put rubs straight on the meat? Mm-hmm. Or do you use
0: any kind of binding? I just go straight on the meat. Yeah. I know some people will like put mustard on it or something to I've, make used, it stick. I've used mustard yeah. before.
1: I've heard of people that use mayonnaise. I've not done that one.
0: Well what I've um, started doing actually I do it the night before now. I'll rub it down the night yeah. before and I'll wrap it in a, a strainer app and then it kinda that kinda starts a chemical process yeah, and I like it a little too. tender. If, if you'll do that the night before, yeah. if you can think it ahead like put in the, the refrigerator. Yep. Yeah.
1: I think that's I think that's good. Yeah. Um I found that the the mustard Doesn't really add or subtract. Yeah, I mean, you can't obviously you can't taste the mustard. It burns off. People might not like mustard flavor. I Mm -hmm. think that doesn't sound good. But there's no mustard that comes through when it's over. It just helps hold the rub to the meat. Um, But I've not noticed any big difference. It's just an extra step, exactly. That if you skip it, you don't miss it. When I started,
0: I always did that because that's kind of what I was taught. But I haven't done it in years. I've just I've cut that. Like you said, I haven't noticed anything. Better or worse about it, so I cut it out.
1: Right. And then if you do it the night before and you let it sit in the refrigerator yeah. Yeah. overnight, I no think doubt. that's helpful. I think so. And then you gotta start
0: your fire early. Okay, yeah. So let's get to the fire now. So we that's where we differ a lot. We have different smokers. Right. And we, we do it the hard way. You can do you can buy one of those fancy tragers or whatever, they work fine, but we like the more traditional where we actually have to cut a tree down, cut the wood <laughs> up. I mean we'll, we want to start from like, you know, I wish I could have a grow a pig. And you know, I got to go farm table, but she will not let me do that. Oh, yeah. So i got to buy my meat, but, but for the wood, I'm cutting that down myself. So that, that your smoker is a little different. How do you do your smoke? And I'll say, I'll do my smoke. With your fire.
1: I've got just the simplest smoker still. We, like I say, we've been doing this for well over 10 years and I've used the same smoker the whole time. I haven't upgraded. I haven't improved. Um, again, I'm cheap. I've been t- going to buy that smoker. Remember that? When yeah, bay, yeah, that? Yeah. We were going to that. Yeah, we did. We sure used did. your truck. Yep. Loaded it up, and brought yep. it home. It's still doing a great job. I did replace the, uh, some of the grates and I replaced some of the parts. But, mm-hmm. uh, it's the kind you could buy at Walmart. It's a, uh, side firebox. Um, and you, and you build a fire. It's, it's got a small firebox. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have to watch it a little bit, a little bit, um, can 't just sit and forget it um, I will um, start mine with charcoal I mm-hmm. use charcoal for heat yeah. and then put sticks of
0: wood um, for the smoke uh, so what if you're doing ribs what you had to pick your favorite wood what would you go with on the for the wood for my
1: money hickory yeah since you know it's a traditional yeah. maybe like a, the obvious choice yeah, it's, it's, we don't have mesquite around here I'd like to try mesquite yeah. but um, I don't like to buy the wood chips, yeah. you know, like Matt says, uh, get it out of my yard um, <laughs> or neighbor's yard or yeah. friend says, hey, I've got this apple tree that yeah. needs to be cut down. So we go cut it down and take the wood.
0: Yeah. One of our guests, Greg Day, actually yes, gave right. us uh, a Day lot of apple on one me. time. Okay. That, was, that was nice of him. i I'd use that for a long time.
1: Yeah. So apple wood's good. Uh, I'll use maple. Yeah. Um, I had a... There was a plum tree that I cut mm-hmm. down for a lady a couple of years ago, and I used quite a bit of plum, and that's got a nice flavor yeah. to it. It's not something I hear other people using, but I've used that one. But really, hickory, you can't go wrong yeah. with hickory.
0: I agree. If, if I'm doing ribs, I want hickory. It's just a, it's a, it's a thicker, more robust smoke, and it really penetrates uh, the meat, I think. Uh, of course, my smoker's a little different. I got, I got the double barrel. Uh, smoker you know barrels on top of each other the mitchell shop class actually made that for me ben burst helped kind of do that a few years ago but i'm using ash wood a lot because there's yeah. so much of it around mm-hmm. i use that for my heat and i'll just put one big chunk of hickory on there for the flavor uh because ash you just look in the woods there's dead ash trees everywhere but not much flavor with ash it's just right. it's just good utility fire smoke wood yeah why, why is everybody laughing here
1: I just I love the passion yeah. in which you speak about this process. It, it's we it's are inspiring. We're
0: passionate about it. We are. Well, it's kind of funny to hear us talk about
1: ash and butt. You yeah, know? <laughs> I did. It. you just, just <laughs> giggling because yeah, uh, you know it is middle it is, school humor still yeah. still alive and well in the Matthews and Saunders <laughs> family.
0: All right, so we got the ribs ready. They've set overnight with the rub on it. We're not sure what the rub is, but it's going to be good. Um, we put it in a pan. Now we're smoking. So, what temperature do you try to try to keep it at?
1: Two twenty-five is kind of my goal. Mm-hmm. I want to stay under two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have a hard time with my smoker. It's not easy to control the temperature. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, I control the temperature by moving the meat to different spots on the yeah. grill because yeah, I have yeah. hot spots, cool yep. spots. So that's the same thing. You know, I have to watch it, and that's part of the that's part of the fun for me. Um, mm-hmm. When you talk about flavor and you, and you talk about the Traeger grills and you can mm-hmm. put it on there, you got one of those electric smokers, yep. maybe with the pucks or something, and they can just put it in in the morning yeah. and come back at night and have smoked ribs. That's And they're that's, good. They're good. Delicious. Yeah, they're oh, really yeah, there's great. nothing wrong with Yeah, I'm not bad-mouthing it. But I enjoy taking a day to, yes. to keep an eye on the fire, keep an eye on the temperature yep, um, and all that. So, yeah, 225 Your your goal for a good rack of ribs. Mm-hmm. You can go a little bit hotter if you're in a hurry and... You want to, you can go lower if you want it to take longer. Yeah. Uh, but 225 will give you a good five to six hours and then your meat will be ready.
0: So time. So do you, I use usually the two, two, one method. Do you do something like that or do you just kind of let it go? Yeah. Or? You and I have, are, yeah. have been together on this yeah. since
1: the start. Three two one. Three two one. Yeah. Two two one. Uh, not a
0: press or a three, two, two, one press <laughs> is a good one, but yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can work it. <laughs> yeah. If you get two, that three, one, two. that's a good one, but yeah, but, uh, I, what I've got into, I usually smoke them two hours just in the pan, and then and that's for the smoke. That's the yeah, the flavor in there. And then hours three and four, I I put little apple juice, little apple cider mm-hmm. vinegar mm-hmm. in there, put foil over the top, and it kind of steams them. It All makes right. them more tender. That's the so that's the two two. And then the one is where the magic happens. Put them back in the pan, and I just baste those suckers with my favorite barbecue sauce, and. Uh, it kind of cooks onto them, and uh, they're just—it's almost like candy when you pull it out. It's just—it's unbelievable.
1: And if you're if you're really aggressive, you'll mm. alternate basting it with barbecue sauce and butter. Oh yeah, yeah, that's next you level. Know, that's every, next level. Yeah. <laughs> Every 15 minutes, yeah. you spread some butter yeah. on it, and then the next one, yeah. you put some barbecue sauce and another layer of butter.
0: And then after that, I mean, they come off the smoker and they cool off pretty quick. You're looking at 15 minutes after you take them off. You can. You can Have you found out. that ribs are pretty much a consistent. Two two one five hours, yeah. you'll be good. Yeah, it's one of the few meats that you can pretty much in say in five hours are done. A lot of the meats, like the pulled pork, it's done when yeah, it's done. you don't just, wait for anything no. to
1: break down with the ribs. It just needs to kick, just, cook through. It's not that thick. Yeah, And you can tell, in that last hour, you can oh, tell yeah, as it starts yeah. to pull back yeah. from the bone.
0: Um, and usually after the, the second two, they're ready. You can mm-hmm, eat them. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of getting that flavor on them. And they get a little more tender with that last hour. And a little crispy. You can yeah. get a little bit of the... Now if I told you this. I've got to where I cheat a little bit, so after mm-hmm. I try to take them off, I fire my propane grill up, okay, and I just char nice. them for yep. Yep. five minutes, and it gets in a little. It makes that barbecue sauce kind of crispy, mm-hmm. caramelizes. Ooh. that. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Yeah, it's really. I may have to smoke today. I haven't talked myself into it. Let's fire up the smoker. Let's go, yeah, I'm going to go buy some ribs. All right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that, that's ribs right there, and um, we'll, we'll put the recipe on, on, on our social media page. Minus the rub, because we, we just can't tell you what it is. Um, it's just we know it when we see it type thing, you know. It just kind of happens. Now, let's go to pulled pork. That, that's the go-to for me when there's going to be people coming over. You know, it's a big crowd. Or I've even, I kinda, I've done some catering kind of mm-hmm. off the record. I kind of got in trouble because I don't have a licensed kitchen, you know. <laughs> Dang. You know, I don't gotta you know, have you. Government
1: oversight. <laughs> big brother, keep me down, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> usual. So I had to quit doing that. And I still do it for friends for a small donation. I don't do it, you know, professionally cause I'm not professional in a licensed kitchen. But, but pulled pork is the, the way to go. You get one pulled pork can feed 20 regular people, 10 to 15 really hungry men. Um, so the process, basically the same as a ribs, right? You, I, I do it in a pan. I mean. Yeah. 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 There's, you know, there's some things that you can do differently. Yeah.
1: I don't know if this is the time to get into all the different techniques for all the different Hey, we, got, we, have, time. we have time. But the, the the thing about the pulled pork, about the smoke in the butt, that, that really is frustrating mm-hmm. at times is that last mm. 10 degrees yes. when it hits the stall. The when stall. The, when the, yes. it gets hot enough that it's evaporating off some of the fat mm-hmm. and then it's cooling itself down as yeah. you're trying to heat it up. Yep. Um, to get it to go from you know about 190 yeah. so degrees up to about 200 yeah. 205 and, and that 200 is right?
0: kind of you want to at least get a 200 is a magic number right. under 200 it's going to be hard to pull apart it's just not
1: good you got it's got a, all all the stuff in there is going to mm. break down yeah um, but yeah that's and stole. you just never know how long it's going to take yeah you can't hurt if you. you're going to plan to cook for people pulled pork you almost have to do it the day before no not you think or start
0: or start at four in the morning yeah. and i don't like i do the day before right i just i don't like the pressure i don't i don't because I like, I like to relax it's a fun day i don't want to be time. under a time limit i don't right. i don't like that the number of times the sun has gone down and i'm thinking well this is the last time i'm going
1: to add fire yeah add, add wood to this fire <laughs> yeah, and then, then you gotta add keep adding more
0: You just then at midnight you're finally done yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's happened that's yeah. That's the thing you got to be be aware of. Now, here's and, something I've done a couple of times. I don't like it as much, but it kind of takes that away. So I I got this, I was in Panama City at a farmer's market probably eight or nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Just kind of walking around the vendors and there's a, a pulled pork guy there. And he was old guy, had like four teeth in his mouth. And yeah. he, he can tell he's, he's been through some smoking battles in his life. I started talking to him. So we ended up sitting down on the cooler behind the table for an hour, and he said, Here's what he told me to do. And I tried it. So you smoke it to 170. Mm -hmm. When it gets to 170, you stop, you take it out of the smoker, put it in a cooking bag, like for a turkey or something,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: put some apple cider vinegar and water in it, and let it go an hour. And then when you pull it out, it is, I mean, it's just, it's done Mm -hmm. in an hour. I didn't like it because it cooked all the spice off of it. It was good. It was good flavor, but it had no spice whatsoever. But that's one way to avoid the the stall. And I haven't done that in a long time because I like it better actually cooked all the way without that.
1: You've shared that with me before. I've tried to bag it. Yeah.
0: And you're right. It works. Yeah. But you lose
1: a little bit of the... lose some of it. Crispy, the bark.
0: But the the flavor kind of gives it a vinegar flavor. It does It's a a different way of doing it. It is. Yeah. It's not a bad way. It's just a different way. Yeah. And it's... Still better than a lot of things you're going to have. You yeah. take it
1: off the grill and yeah. you've got a better sense of mm-hmm. of when it's going to come out A little off. more
0: control. And this guy did a lot of competitions and he's able to, you know, yeah. I'll get, the, he had time limit and get it done. Right. And he said he just put, I'd put it back on the smoker in the tray. He put it in a cooler, just an empty cooler, throw in a cooler in the bag and it'd cook itself. Yeah. That's yeah. what he did. but You can see that. Yeah. But yeah, the pulled pork, that's great. To go to, and I actually, I'll smoke two at a time, and I'll freeze them mm-hmm. and pass them as Christmas gifts. Nice. So if you send me around town, you might get some pulled pork for Christmas. And if not, maybe he doesn't really like you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I got to like you. I'll, Mike, I'll send them home with you. I know you probably got some, but maybe Grant can eat it or something if you don't want it.
1: I tell you, I've got a fair amount in my freezer yeah. because my, my kids have quit eating smoked meat. Oh, my goodness. It frustrates me. It makes me want to disown them.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I understand. I got the same problem. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you just make chicken...
0: Well, we all make chicken. We like Grant, it. what's your opinion on the the smoked meat? Do you do
1: you like it? I like it. If you would finish it at a time I wanted to eat it, instead of at nine o'clock and then putting it in the freezer for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's not entirely fair, but yeah, sometimes it is past dinner time when I when it comes off the smoker, like we we're talking about with the mm-hmm. stall. Yeah, but usually will go into the refrigerator,
0: and all you'd have to do is heat it up. Mm-hmm. You guys have a microwave. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty simple. Put on a plate for maybe forty five seconds and it's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's true. <laughs> Plus I didn't realize there was a time limit to your hunger. <laughs> if you don't know Grant, he's one that seems to be hungry all the time. i will have a mouthful of something and ask, Hey, can you go get me some food? Tell the story is. You and mom going shopping yesterday, yeah. and the only thing he was worried about is you guys bringing him back something to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah we started to leave to go do some shopping, and I and then he proceeded to eat an entire plate of popcorn chicken. Well, and finished it in about forty-five minutes. a later, forty-five minutes. Hey, was at least Grant's three hours. a growing boy. you know, and he's yeah. hungry. He Give an him entire, a break. Easy growing boy. Yeah. Ate an entire frozen pizza. All right. Well, okay. let's, let's <laughs> okay. Keep All our right. Smoking podcast. Let's get guys, back to the smoke you, here. You guys forgot about the El Compadre I had. We don't need a, need a food fight here.
0: You know, okay. Not.
1: Hats off to
0: Grant. Well, anyway, let's let's go back to uh, something <clears throat> we kind of mentioned uh, the just the process and just the, the environment that smoking creates. It's just fun to sit around a smoker and hang out. That's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, do you have a a time you can think of where it just maybe it's your favorite smoke because of the people there or just the situation? Or
1: I tell you, the smokes that we did at Spring Mill Bible Camp. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think that I was ever... A Head smoker at any of those, <laughs> I was just a hangers on. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, usually, that was you and Alan mm-hmm. um, were smoking there, and so I, I can't really claim that as my smoke, but that's an I, experience. But that's definitely yeah. a favorite when I mean, you can have yeah. a lawn chair and oh, yeah, great company and yeah, delicious meats of lots of different. A lot of experimentation we, going on there. We, we, the we, we smoked and, Spam
0: one time. Yeah, smoked Spam. We smoked spam. spam. The pork pops were delicious. Yeah, I mean, we we got pretty outside the box there. It was uh, fun. It was a lot of fun. Like you said, the conversations and just the the people. And uh, it was at Bible camp. We, we actually smoked out behind the shed, basically, at Bible camp, and the kids would come by, and we'd throw them a little piece of meat, and they'd run them, off. We'd <laughs> run yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, dogs, are here, here, eat this, run off. You know, don't tell, I, don't tell me I gave this to you. And we were actually, we were smoking for the camp for one night. Uh, we smoked a bunch of pulled pork. But we also, like you said, we the pork the pork pops, let's, let's think. What were the pork pops? I'm trying to remember what they were. Well, they were in cupcake pans. Oh. Yes, that's right. That's right. And there was a was pork? pork loin. That's right, yeah. With a... Skewer, skewer in it, yeah, and
1: maybe wrapped in bacon. It was it wrapped in like bacon. Was bacon. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, Those and Then, then awesome. I don't know what else you were. Well, was it you were Alan. That
0: was the Alan. Usually would try something different. That's that's kind of when I was learning. Really, I was kind of hanging out, learning with him. Right. It was his smoker and kind of his thing. But but I I did the the spam for uh, Steve Corp He requested that and he ate the whole thing. He A
1: former he,
0: guest, former guest. He was sorry the next day. He ate the whole thing, but he ate. I tried it. It tastes like bacon. It really did. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was just really greasy.
1: When you asked me before we went live about my favorite smoke, uh, I was thinking about smokes that I did. And my my favorite smoke that I personally ever done in my smoker also was about the company. It was the time that I, I smoked, and um, we had you mm-hmm. and your family over, uh-huh. and Doug Thomas and Steve yes, and yeah. came over, and we had some... That was that was one of my favorite. Again, it has to do with the uh, uh, company that yeah. you're, you you enjoy the meat no with. You know, smoking for people that you enjoy hanging out with. Uh, but it was also I did some ribs that day, and mm-hmm. that was one of my. You know, I may have peaked. It's been five <laughs> years ago now, and I may have peaked with that uh, <laughs> with that smoking of ribs. They were they were really good. Uh, did a did a little. Did we have chicken that night too? I think we did, and some. But, and yeah. some ribs, man, that was, that was a It was like the sampler. Yeah, it
0: was everything. Yeah. We were full that night. That was fun. No doubt. Well, we're getting towards the end here, and uh, we have a segment called Emma Wants to Know. Mm-hmm. And today, we're going to expand it to Emma and her friends want to know. Okay. So, everybody here gets to have a question. I'm going to turn this over to Emma, and she's going to ask our guest, Mike, some questions. So, Emma... Go
1: ahead. All right, we're actually going to each ask him a question that we have come up with in our mind. Would Anna or Maddox like to go first? I kind of want to go last. Okay, Anna. I guess that's me. Um, I want to know which Harry Potter book is your favorite. That's a tough one. It's like trying to say which one of my kids is my favorite, except that I didn't write the Harry Potter books. I like them all, but (laughs) (laughs) I think Order of the Phoenix is the one I'm going to go with sitting at the table right now. Ask me later, it may change. Yeah. Good answer. Grant? Wait, why is Order of the Phoenix? Oh, why? Uh, I think it's the the one where it all kind of starts to come together. Like the early books, it's just kind of Harry Potter and Voldemort. But the Order of the Phoenix brings in a lot of the other characters. It seems to be a faster-paced, more action-packed... Yes. I like the action... All right, Grant. If you could learn any instrument, what instrument would you learn to play? I think I would really love to be able to sit down at a piano and play the piano. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be. Although there's lots of awesome instruments in the world, and if I could play any of them well, I would consider myself lucky. (laughs) (laughs) My question is... This is Lily, by the way. Um... What is your worst teaching moment in the classroom? <laughs> <laughs> wow! If anyone doesn't know, Mike is an algebra teacher and now also teaches computer science. <laughs> and I have had him. We actually, me have both had him. I in the have class. also. Known. And, and Emma, yes. Yeah. And we, I think we can all attest that we've had multiple interesting conversations. There's been good in times in the classroom. Yes, Just always good times. A nice way to spend your day. You're asking about my worst, yes, <laughs> experience yes. as a teacher. Oh my! <laughs> well, there's the fights that break out, and that's never fun. Um, there's having your kids in the class, and that's always awkward. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: you remember a few years ago when this kid showed up from nowhere and got in a fight and he chased him around the school? I, I, oh, I, I remember do remember that. He, he came in my classroom to sat down next to me and like, gave me a hug. I'm like, what is happening? He then ran off.
1: There are a lot of levels to this conversation. Then Mike shows up. You
0: see, you see so-and-so. Like, he was just here. I don't know...
1: <laughs> I don't know the whole story. I know it began um, with a fight. Well, I don't know that it began here. My part in the story begins... It happening in a fight um, in Miss Goins' room, yes. which is about two doors down from mine, the same hallway. Um, Mrs. Goins is a small female teacher. She does not wade into fights if they happen, <laughs> and I don't blame her. Um, and so she was asking for help, <laughs> not very calmly. And so uh, I, and it seems like Mr. Giggy may have also oh, come, my come neighbor, yeah.
0: Yes. Um,
1: but anyway, they, they were fighting in, in the back of the room. It, it had, it had how it started, I don't know. But um, one guy was on the floor, and I was trying to pull the other guy off. And they had a hold. A, a, one important detail is that this kid got his shoe pulled off. Yes. The kid on the ground mm-hmm. had a hold of his leg, and he, he got away. Um, but, but the other kid held onto a shoe. So I'm escorting that boy down to the office. One thing I've learned as a teacher and when you're dealing with fights is first you separate them, yes. but then keep them separated. <laughs> Don't take them both to the office. Another story that probably shouldn't <laughs> get only have time for one, one today, <laughs> but I'm taking this boy down to the office and I've got a hold of him by the upper arm. Um, kind of a firm ground. I'm not trying to hurt him, but I also yeah. don't want him to get away. Um, <laughs> that's something you have to think about. Yeah. Experience teaches you these things. You might you think just, you could just say,
0: "Come down to the office," but the first one gets away. I <laughs> mean, gets away. yeah.
1: And I've learned this experience taught me more. So anyway, yeah. I've got, like I say, I'm not dragging him down but I've just got a firm grip on him and I walk him down the stairs to the office and about the time we're getting to the office no 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 before that when we're walking down the stairs he says man you've got a strong grip (laughs) which is just weird for him to say at this point he's not mad that he's just been in a fight or anything like that so anyway we get just about the office and I reach out with one hand to open the office door and the other hand I've got this kid holding by the upper arm and he basically collapses like fakes passing out and so I loosen my grip as he's going down for some reason (laughs) and then he gets up and takes off running he's gone and he goes to the cafeteria and I and this is when he tries to turn the corner to go into the cafeteria but he's only got one shoe (laughs) so it's a right turn he's missing his left shoe so he he wipes out (laughs) And this is, this I can't make this up. As he's getting up, he takes off his other shoe. Yeah. Like that was the problem. The problem is I've only got one shoe, so let me have zero shoes. That'll make it better. And at Mitchell High School, you can go through the cafeteria and then into, into the gymnasium, which is what he did. And I happen to remember that this was also the day of... I don't remember what day. Veterans Day program. <laughs> they are setting up in, the, in the gymnasium for a no. Veterans Day program. No. So he oh runs gosh. through there. I'm not chasing. Another thing I've learned is there's no reason to chase. I'm walking after yeah. him. You know, we know who you are. Yeah. You might get away for a minute, yeah. but you're not going to escape. <laughs> so I'm walking after him, and, and the people in the gymnasium are setting up for the Veterans Day program. I'm like, yeah. He just went through, I don't know what's going on, I didn't have his shoes on.
0: <laughs> so I
1: lost him for a while. Um, at this point, I don't know how it all happened. Maybe maybe they took the other kid down to the office. I'm, I'm not sure. But at this point, principal is involved, and mm-hmm. we're kind of out in the hallway looking around. Like, he has kind of disappeared. And then we see I don't know Matt. where he was. And then we see Matt Souters <laughs> out in the hallway, so maybe you should take
0: it from here. Well, I was teaching, as I usually do, and the at, at, toward the end of class I go back to my desk usually and i check email and the kids are working on assignment and I'm sitting there and he runs in and sits down next to me and puts his arm around me I'm like what is going on
1: you know' and
0: like what are you doing and he's like no what are you doing this you can he might have been on drugs I'm not maybe he wasn't quite I'd all say he's there
1: 50 50 yeah <laughs> he
0: might have been high but anyway he just looks at me I'm like then he takes off and runs off and I'm like that's not good so i <laughs> run right out there and I see mike and like Mike, you see any kid run around like, yeah, he's went that way. And then he—that's that's where my story ends. And Mr. Pritchett was with me at that yeah. time, right? And yeah. So,
1: I, one more part of the story that I that I've heard Mr. Pritchett tell—I'm sure it's true. Uh, yeah. Is that first... he went after him out into the parking lot, and I think out onto Twelfth Street, walking like he's not going to chase it either, and, and uh-uh. the kids just kind of staying away, like running yeah. and then stopping and then running, <laughs> and 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 I think Troy said to him something along the lines of I'm not wanting to run after you but if I have to I will catch you and if I do you'll regret it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that interaction yeah. that got the kid to come back into the school yeah. and finally it finally calmed down
0: calmed down and course, a day we'd send Rob German after him.
1: Oh, you know. no. oh.
0: yeah, we didn't that have Rob German then. A much worse experience for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once again, Rob. you would
1: not want to be have to run down. <clears throat> no, yeah, Rob
0: <sighs> breaking his car. It but. might be a body
1: slam. <laughs> yeah, like just a Tazers. <laughs> Tazers. not just a body slam, like a lift over the head. Yeah, over the
0: top <laughs> WWE <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> a move, you know, an yeah. actual movie. Yeah. Rob loves it. Well, then anyway, we're about out of time, so I believe we're we have one question, two questions left. M and Matt. Sorry, that was a good question. That, very yeah, good question. Was. Yeah, good we have about five minutes left here, so. Okay, my question is: What is your favorite band or musician, like
1: ever, and why? That's a, well, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, my favorite—I'll uh, go with the Beatles. Um, in interest of time, I'll just say that they're One of the greatest ever. Led Zeppelin's right up there as well, but I'll take the Beatles.
0: Let me ask a follow up. Would you put Weezer in the same category as the Beatles? (laughs) Ask him for a friend. Probably not, but I would consider the Eagles. (laughs) Okay, Eagles. All right. (laughs) That's an inside joke, sorry. All right, Emma. Okay,
1: i just got a baseline question cats or dogs? Um, Cats are from the devil. Okay. Dogs (laughs) are a much better pet. all right. So I'm not exactly sure what you mean when you say cats or dogs. That's all I need Which needed. would I rather run over in my car? <laughs> cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you.
0: Fair enough. Thank you for that. Well, that's been uh, our new segment, Emma Wants to Know. Today, it's Emma and her friends want to know. So thank you, everybody, for asking your questions. Well, we are about out of time. Mike, thanks for coming on the show oh, today. it was a pleasure. Anytime. Uh, love talking about smoked meat. So uh, just anytime I can sit down and talk about smoked meat. Now we need to smoke some meat. That's we, we need to plan a plant of smoke. That's Maybe with Christmas break, we could fire smokers up and just have some people over and smoke. That'd be fun. So thanks a lot, Mike, for coming on the show. You have a great Christmas. And I thank, thank you everybody for joining thank the show you. today. Thank you, you too. Merry Christmas. Thank you. This is the Matt Souders Podcast. I am Matt Souders, host, writer, and executive producer. Emma Souders is my co-host, writer, and producer. Our writers are Gene Souders and Doug Thomas. Until next time, this is the Matt Soudry Podcast.